Today's guests are two brothers, actors, and rappers you remember from America's Got Talent, and you know them as the hilarious Moe's and Mecco on the award-winning comedy series Reservation Dogs. Please welcome to the stage Lil Mike and Funny Bone. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, welcome. What's happening? So, uh, so before we dive into uh, Res Dogs and everything, I want to go back sort of like to you guys' early days. Um, so you're both brothers. Um, folks mistake you guys for twins quite a lot, but you're not. You guys are just brothers. Uh, so what was life like growing up in Oklahoma City and sort of uh, coming up uh, during those years? Well, he's uh, five years older to start off. Uh, we're five years different. Uh, grew up a little before I did. <laughs> It was uh, in the hood and urban areas of Oklahoma City, not the res, which mm. is why we got the city hood accent. Um, definitely grew up with a single mom and we wasn't, we wasn't financially, what do you call it, stable all the time. So mm. it was rough, but she did all she could to take care of us. And she had like, what is it, four kids all together? So uh, we got a sister and there's two brothers. And, and so it was definitely rough, and but it helped us to push hard and try to strive to get to a point where we can bless her back for mm -hmm. all that she's done for us. And, but uh, Mike had a lot of experience in the, we call that the, the gang activity, I guess. Yeah, I got in trouble a lot. <laughs> Boy, was a little bad. Um, didn't really start trying to put, like, stop getting in trouble into my consequence, uh, consequences until, like, my late, late teens when um, you start going to court and having to pay stuff. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, you know what? I ain't paying for it. My mom's paying for it. And she really can't handle all these. And so I was like, man, I need to get my head on straight. Right. And then, and I just watched him learn. So I didn't have to go through that. <laughs> right. So that's something we kind of tell people like, you ain't got to make the mistake to learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, you know, like, uh, so sort of um, my parents both emigrated to the US uh, in the 80s uh, from El Salvador. Um, my mom is of an indigenous background. My dad has European background. So they're from the same country, but they look very different, um, you know, just because of colonialism and all that stuff yeah. over the years. And um, and yeah, so, you know, similarly seeing sort of some of my um, family or like aunts and uncles go through problems, you know, as kids, we try and learn from that. You know, they always say like, you know, make mistakes and learn from it. Like you said, like, we don't have to. We can watch someone else and sort of learn the lesson from there and sort of dodge yeah. those uh <laughs> dodge those things coming your way uh and but you know like so growing up how did you all or how did you both get involved in in rapping when did all of that start for you guys Ooh. um so for me it was um what is it called or not or, uh what's it called therapy it was prescripted <laughs> yeah. prescribed prescribed yeah. so um i went to therapy because of my anger issues and getting in trouble. And they were like, you gotta turn in this journal every um, every uh, like two weeks or whatever. And I would write down, you know, it was like, write your feelings out instead of acting them out. And so slowly I was able to write out my anger towards 
others instead of blacking out and trying to <laughs> murder them. <laughs> and so um, there was a lot of that. And then um, I was, uh, I seen Tupac wrote, wrote a poetry book. And so I was like, I'm gonna write a bunch of little bitty poems or whatever. And some of those were graphic, like some weird ICP style. <laughs> but like, slowly they just like, went from hate-filled and murder-filled <laughs> poetry to um, like betterment poetry. And then mm. um, when I was in middle school, they had a talent show. I wanted to dance like Michael Jackson and do a poem. And the, the dance was awesome. And then the poem was talking about, you know, um, a friend passing away due to uh, gang violence and then some little kid was like, yo, I liked your rap. And I was like, ooh, rap. ooh, mm. I think I might try rapping. So then I just started <laughs> looking up all these other rap artists that dance because I was into like screamo stuff like Onyx and Busta Rhymes and, you know, P.O.D. and Metallica. <laughs> so I know when people hear like my music, they're like, you listen to metal? And I'm like, yeah, man, you don't hear them rapping? It's like. It's like, I don't know. To me, screaming is awesome, especially when I heard Michael Jackson do it. And I was like, ooh, he's singing and screaming. Yeah. But like, yeah, so started doing the, the, the rap since that kid motivated me to do that. Looked up to Michael Jackson, MC Hammer, um, Vanilla Ice. I mean, all those old school, you know, hip hop you know, rapping and hip hopping. So it was just like that. And then I tried to mix in like a Michael Jackson rapper and then he came along. <laughs> yeah, I'd jump on the stage and I would act out something funny or I would say a joke and Bonnie Bone was born and I started jumping on the tracks and writing my own rhymes and we've been together since 97? Yeah, together since 97. Mike Bone is 25 years old. Hey. I started mine when I was in 92, about 12 mm. years old. But 12 years old to get, we both started at 12. Hey. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. So 30 years for you, Mike, and 25 together. That's so cool. Yeah. Congrats on that. You know, Good people, Lord, Lord, Lord knows. Right. <laughs> 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 So uh, what was it that led you to auditioning for America's Got Talent? Did what Was there like sort of an open casting call near you guys or did you have to sort of um, travel far for that? How did that okay, happen? so Here's the, thing. the <laughs> year before the AGT that everybody saw, we went to um, Dallas to try out. We spent our own money, drove spent, all that way. Yeah, we drove, what was that, three hours? Four, I think. Four hours? Something like that. Something. I don't know. All I know is we got there early. <laughs> and then we had to stay there from like, we was there from like 10 till like 7 or 8. Yeah. And all day in line. And we was the last, almost the last ones to be seen. And when we got up in there, they was like, yeah, we ain't looking for rappers. We're not looking for <laughs> What? All it's, that. Yeah, basically. And yeah, and we was wore, we was wore out from entertaining people that was in in the line in the line zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when we got in there, we were like, "Oh, y'all ain't even got a CD player, man. That's 
We was like, all right, cool. They was like, do it a cappella. We was like, all right, cool. We busted it a cappella, but they they wasn't looking for rap. That's what they said, flat out. So they called us the the year after that, and we basically it was two years. But was it two years after that? Okay, two years after that. Either way, it was still fresh in our head. Yeah, what they said. And when yeah. they called, we was like, y'all ain't looking for rappers, click. <laughs> yeah. They called back. They called back. It was like, no, we're serious. We really uh, like you guys. Uh, we want you to come audition. And we're like, yeah, y'all still ain't looking rappers. Y'all ain't looking for rappers, though. We're click. not wasting our time again and money again. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, so y'all not serious. And they called back another time and said, we said, listen, if y'all serious, then because uh, they said they saw a tape of us. And they really like. We said take that video and use that as the audition, and then call us back if we make it through. Click. Yeah. <laughs> so then they called us back and said, "Man, the 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 judges really like y'all. They want they want y'all on the um on the TV spot." And then we was like, "Okay." We was like, "Hold up, what video is y'all looking at?" Yeah, they said, "Welcome to Oakland." Because I know it wasn't the audition, and and uh, they were like, "Oh, it's some YouTube video." where y'all are rapping for uh, TV. And um, it was the song called Welcome to Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's not a performance song. <laughs> it's, it's a cool song, but it's like a riding song. It's and I remember that day, cause we was so tired. Cause we woke up at like six in the morning to go check in. And then the show started like at seven. And so we was like, man, we were so tired that day. We looked wounded. And then <laughs> they chose that. And we was like, wait to wait till they see the rain dance. Right. <laughs> so we hit that stage and blew their minds. And it was like, good Lord, that's what y'all yeah. doing. <laughs> Especially when they, we submitted the song, they was like, that's aggressive. <laughs> what y'all want to do? Like, all right. Could you send us three more songs and, and maybe, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you guys want good TV or not? Because we'll give you good TV, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what we told them. We said, trust me, that rain dance is what you want. Yeah. But. And then how did that lead to Res Dogs? Did you guys, had you worked with Sterling in any way or had, did you have to audition for the show? Oh, we yeah, had we had auditioned just like everybody else. And yeah. So um, we were touring like crazy. And then Kobe came and, shut down the world mm. and so like for you know, wiped out all our tour dates and we sat around with nothing to do so pockets we, getting empty pockets was getting empty we was creating a lot of merch online trying to make some kind of money and yeah our manager hits us up and was like yo they haven't they they paying to film something in Tulsa if y'all want to jump on it like, and was like, send us the paperwork. And then he hit up Mid Thunder. Mid Thunder hit us up. Here's what the 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 script that your manager was talking about. And we was like, oh, it's eleven year old kids. <laughs> and, and we and and their lines got cuss words in it. So we was like, hey, can we change this up a little? And these jokes is not Man. funny enough. Can we hook it up a little they bit? They said, make it you. Do you? They said, right. make it your own. We like, all right, cool. Do this. Did a quick um, video, had our brother reading the um, other people's lines and, you know, shot it in. We was like, we didn't even think we was going to get the part because we was way too old. Right. <laughs> and so we just threw, we emailed it in and a couple of days later, they hit us up like, hey, they, they love y'all, man. They want y'all for the part. We're like, all right, cool. It's paying, right? 
<laughs> Basically, that's all we needed. We needed something with some money. So they they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like went, filmed the pilot. And then a couple, not even too long ago after that, they were like, yeah, Disney picked it up. We were like, Disney? Yeah. <laughs> Why did Disney pick it up? It got serious. It we got were too like, many F-bombs. We, yeah, that's what we was thinking. We're like, all these cover words and Disney picked it up? Mm. And we were like, all right, cool. And then they were like, we got to film the whole thing. And I'm like, all right. More work. Cool. Right. Got on it. That's the hardest thing to do, though, as a rapper, to go from learning lyrics to learning script. Because when you're in the on the set, on set, they like to change things up. And when you remind, and when you remember words like a rapper, and somebody throws you off with it, and you're like, ah, they're like, no, take that out, and instead say this, and then we're like, ah, oh, hold up. Say it again. We're like, we had to relearn it on set. Yeah. So then we were like, we had to come up with another strategy to remember how to do these lyrics or the the Lines. scripts. And so we were like, okay, well, reenact something that we think actually happened, and it's easier to remember. And like, was it was it a lot of improvising on set? Like, I know they would throw you guys new lines. What would they allow, would they let yeah, you like freestyle? Yeah. Okay, so like we would shoot it like three times the way they said it. And um, then they would do a freestyle one. Yeah. And then so we would be like surprised when if they picked the freestyle one or yeah. not. So it was like it was pretty it was a co- pretty cool surprise because you know we would have to actually watch the show to see what happened. Right. right. <laughs> That's what everybody don't understand. It's like we haven't got to see most of these episodes. We're watching the first time with everybody else. Hearing how impactful the show has been for so many people, not just indigenous people, like but for, like for myself as a Latino, like I see so much of my own upbringing on the show. Um, I grew up in the inner city uh, in Connecticut, which when people think the state Connecticut, they don't think inner city. They think, you know, we have our rich towns, but, you know, we've also got, you know, regular cities. Um, and just seeing like, I'm also from a very big family. My mom's one of 10 kids. So I've got like 20 something cousins on one side Woo. and yeah, it's a lot of names to, uh, <laughs> to remember, you know, Sounds like, uh, like a very expensive Christmas <laughs> and then they've got kids and, you know, before you know it, 50, <laughs> yeah. 50 people at your house, you're just like, what? Uh, so, so, uh, you know, growing up in that environment, I just see so much of my cousins, my siblings in bear, in, uh, in, in cheese and, you know, and everybody like there's someone relatable and the show sounds so specific when you just read the small description, it's like a group of indigenous teens in on a res in Oklahoma. People are like, what am I going to relate to that? But then you watch it and it's so universal. So what has that been like hearing how impactful it's been and just all of that? Like, what's your reaction? How are you guys feeling hearing all the positive feedback for the show? It's a great, it's a great feeling to finally have our voices heard and to show people that we are human, just like everybody else. And we go through the same issues a lot of people going through. And yeah, I think it's it's a plus um, to to see that people are recognizing us as people and not a mascot or yeah not mm. like the old ending days or whatever and it's just like 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still here. We still here. We yeah. we a little and we still dealing we a little with modern now, but I mean we we still here. Um and the you know, there's so much to the story that people are 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 finding out, you know, that, that we're hilarious. Oh, we go through these things. Oh, we laugh about these situations instead of we're relatable now. Yeah, yeah, with, you know, everybody yes. else. So they I, it, like he said, it humanizes us. And I think that helps to also raise awareness for indigenous issues. We've got the mm -hmm. highest rates of suicide, the highest rates of missing and murdered women and children and, and even men. And police brutality, along with the uh, Black folks, I mean, it's indigenous folks, all people of color, I mean, dealing with the, that same, similar issues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, the congrats on on the success of the show because it really is. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, it's been on the top ten lists of so many like editors and and outlets. And you know, the show won like the Peabody and oh, snubbed yes. at the Emmys. If you you know, just yeah. I'm over it. But you know, we try <laughs> <laughs> their loss. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and um, looking ahead, I'm curious what's on the bucket list for you guys. Are there other type of genres of TV or film you want to do? Uh, any people you want to work with? Um, dabble into writing or directing a show and things like that. What's what's on the list? I think writing some episodes would be dope. Uh, we at least I have hit up Sterling to try to write a couple, if not an episode, a couple lines or stories in the episode. Mm -hmm. But um one of our bucket list things maybe a big budget movie so we, we've always talked about doing like something with guardians of the galaxy or we, we fighting rocket because we the same size it's a fair <laughs> fight so, <laughs> or you know deadpool shoot sure make a cameo in deadpool <laughs> just riding our bikes right by, <laughs> yeah, just roll by. <laughs> he can make a short joke we can roll by and give deadpool advice hey and the mafia coming. <laughs> I don't know something. Well, guys, thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with us and for coming on the show. Uh, for anyone that wants to give you a follow on Instagram or social anywhere, where can they find you? MikeBoneMedia.com. That's MikeBoneMedia.com.